Greetings, recovery family. I'm Fernando. I am an alcoholic. I, let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence followed by the serenity prayer. Please, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change those things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. This fellowship is a fellowship of men and women who share their experience, strength, and hope with each other that they may solve their common problem and help others to recover from alcoholism. The only requirement for membership is a desire to stay sober, to be clean. If you have a desire and and you're done, you finished the party scene, it's over, then come on in, man. We have ideas that has keeping us sober and happy and joyful and useful. I'm going to be reading a story from the grapevine and the daily reflections and the 24-hour little book. See what it all entails for us. Nothing but recovery and good words. The little AA thought for the day from July 8th, the little black book, 24 hours a day, says, AA members will tell you that they can look back and clearly see that they were out of control long before they finally admitted it. Everyone has gone through the stage when we wouldn't admit that we were alcoholics. It takes a lot of punishment to convince us. Yep. But one thing is certain we all know from actual experience that when it comes to dishing out punishment, John Barleycorn, the alcohol, has no equal. Have I any reservations as to my status as an alcoholic? Meditation for the day. There is a force for good in the world, and when you are cooperating with that force for good, good things happen to you. You have free will, the choice to be on the side of right or on the side of wrong. This force for good we call God's will. God has a purpose for the world, and He has a purpose for your life. He wants you to bring all your desires into oneness with His desires. He can only work through people. If you try to make God's will your will, you will be guided by Him. You will be in the stream of goodness carried along by everything that is right. You will be on God's side. Prayer for the day. We pray that we may try to make God's will our own will. We pray that we may keep in the stream of goodness in the world. Amen. You know, uh, John Barleycorn was a song uh, back in England with a British folk song that was kind of like a folk song that they produced alcohol beverages. You know, they took it out of corn. (laughs) Barley and corn put it together. Jack London also published in 1914 an autobiographical novel called John Barleycorn, which details his struggle with alcoholism. As a result, the name became a way of presenting the disease of alcoholism. Cool, huh? It explains that for us. I try to explain it too. You know, uh, that's what exactly happened to me. I came into to the 12-step program and boom, the goodness, the, the canopy, the dome of something good covered my my head and my face when I would go to the meetings. I would have rest from my problems, from 
living foolishly, living stupidly, doing the same thing over and over again and not having any control. For instance, I would drink and I would drink all my money away and then I had no lunch, no rest, no clean clothes, um, and I had, and I went back to work, and then I just was cursed myself. Eight in the morning, nine in the morning, ten, hungry, hungry, ten, eleven. I started feeling better about twelve, then one, two, and then and then about three or four. I said, "Huh, I can have another beer. I can have another drink," and there I go down the down the uh, the mountain again into the valley. Only when I came in, I admitted it. I could not stop drinking. It was a truth that there was nothing I can do about it. But in the program, the will of God became my will, and I got stronger. Thank you, God. Thank you, Judge, for sending me to AA. Let's go ahead and read today's daily reflection, please. Let's shift gears now. An ever-growing freedom. The seventh step is where we make the change in our attitude which permits us with humility as our guide to move out from ourselves towards others and toward God. 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, page 76. Again, the seventh step is where we make the change in our attitude which permits us with humility as our guide to move out from ourselves towards others, and toward God. When I finally asked God to remove those things blocking me from Him and the sunlight of the Spirit, I embark on a journey more glorious than ever I imagined. I experienced a freedom from those characteristics that had me wrapped up in myself. Because of this humbling step, I feel clean. I am especially aware of this step because I am I'm now able to be useful to God and to my fellows. I know that He has granted me strength to do His bidding and has prepared me for anyone and anything that comes my way today. I am truly on His hands and I give thanks for the joy that I can be useful today. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Amen. Now, we're going to shift gears and we're going to read a story from the grapevine. This one is from 2020, October, and it's called Insight Issue. And they're talking about Tradition 10. Alcoholics Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the AA name I'll never be drawn into public controversy. No outside issues. We focus on one thing and one thing only getting on our message to the new person that he may recover. That's our primary purpose in the meeting. We all know that. The article on the grapevine goes on to say, Before I ever attended a, a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous, I reaped benefits from Tradition 10. With my last drink some months behind me, I despaired over embittered and failing relationships in every area of my life. I was so miserable and depressed at the suggestion of my dear friend, Gary, I sought professional help. My counselor, Jean, gave me a 21-question self-survey that revealed 
it was highly likely I had a problem with alcohol. I agree, I would probably on an alcoholic. I was asked to attend a meeting, a, a meeting that night. I asked what they entail, and they said, AA meetings are attended by alcoholics who talk and share to help each other stay sober. Then they mentioned, there are no dues or fees. You can just show up and see if it's helpful. From that description, it sounded like AA was about alcoholism and recovery and nothing else. At that time, my mind was wild with ideas and opinions about politics, religion, and social matters of every sort. My ideas and opinions amounted to a heap of fear-driven resentments about the world and everyone in it. If AA had stances and opinions on outside issues that my counselor had to explain or defend, I have rejected AA wholeheartedly. I would have. Months later, I finally went to an AA meeting. The one I intended didn't yet have a name. It was on a tribal land of the Shakopee Milwaukee, the Dakota community, not far from Minneapolis. It was in a meeting that I reaped benefits from Tradition 10 again. The meeting format reflected what my counselor had told me. The members there talked about alcoholism and recovery from alcoholism, and people there seemed to at ease and interested in being helpful. All 10 people there, including me, introduced themselves as alcoholics. Those who spoke shared about their relationship to alcohol and how they used the AA program to stay sober. It was stunning and relieving. I am so grateful that the meeting I attended was made up of members who shared experience, strength, and hope as it related to their alcoholism and recovery. I turned to those who knew that trouble and alcohol went well together. Those who had fought, vomited, passed out, blacked out, got lost, got arrested, or worse, when they drank, those who had started the evening with the best intentions of just having a few and enjoying a good time, I identify with those who have admitted they were powerless over alcohol. Once they started drinking, as I listened, the idea sank in that it wasn't my last drink, but rather my next drink that was my problem. Fortunately, that went on long enough until I began identifying with being powerless over alcohol. As I attended those meetings each week, I opened up to the possibility that maybe, maybe recovery could be part of my story as well. Then one night when I was sober for almost a year, I found myself caught in the jaws of misery and depression once more. Somehow, before I acted to end my life, the gift of desperation came alone. In the middle of my living room, I fell to my knees and murmured a prayer that my mother had passed along to me as a child. Rather than blotting out my consciousness, I surrendered. I asked for and received spiritual help. Then, hoping my life could get better, I asked for help from a fellow named John, who I knew from those AA meetings. I was attending. He guided me through the steps. Today, I shudder to think about what would have happened to me had I not gone to those meetings 
And that what if during the paltry one hour of the week I attended, they had not discussed the problem that was driving me towards suicide, alcoholism. What if the one hour had been taken up to discuss, argue about, or organize around other matters such as politics, religion, social interests, or whatever else other than alcoholism? Would I have returned from one week to the next? Would I have reached that point of desperation and surrender? Would I have been drawn into the steps? Would I have been found out that my life could and did change for the better? It's now that more than 20 years of sobriety later, and I am more grateful than ever for Tradition 10. I still turn my ears to the sharing about alcoholism and recovery through the program of AA when I am in the meeting. And now I do my best, whether it's sharing in an AA meeting or participating in my home group's business meeting, to focus on alcoholism and AA's program of recovery. Because I know someone in the meeting just might be unsure about being an alcoholic. And they might be as hopeless as I once was about ever finding a way out of his captive misery. Our time together is precious. Thank you, Steve S. from Bloomfield, New Jersey. Outstanding, outstanding article. Whew! What a deal. What a gracious, comforted deal. What a mighty God we have in our recovery who gives us wisdom. He gives us joy to seeing someone recover. He helps us to see forever. He helps us to see what is valuable in life. Family, love, respect, literature, exercise, good food. I love you. Thank you for coming. Let's go ahead and close this meeting with the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back. It works.